Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Megan Rooney and Jeffrey Albert are partners in life as well as in music. As a married couple, they recently produced a baby girl. And as the duo Spectator, their latest project is Charlie Baby. The pair released the album in June after a four-year hiatus. So here to discuss life, work, and everything else are Megan Rooney and Jeffrey Albert. Uh, Megan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. And Jeffrey, thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks very much. I don't want to even ask about your journey, and I've heard the roads are going to really bad so they're not great yeah Yeah. so you made it (laughs) and we are we are grateful (laughs) now Megan your daughter was born five days after you finished Charlie baby yes I have to ask what was harder to give birth to the album or the baby girl (laughs) (laughs) well I guess the album took a year and the birth took 24 hours so it was just like like a lot of work over a year or a lot of work within a tight you know, little time frame. Yeah, the very intense, intense 24, hours. 24 hour, and then it was over. So, <laughs> so you yeah. might pick childbirth again before a new album? Uh, possibly. I, I will say, like so many times people describe a creative endeavor as akin to giving birth. And I'm wondering, now that you've done both, do you think that's a fair analogy? Um, that's, a, that's a hard question. I think the the... The amount of time you have, I mean, making a record, at least for us, takes a lot of time. We take our time. Um, and, and this one actually was a lot quicker for us. In the past, they've taken, like, several years. And we got this one done in, what, about a year? About a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do have a lot of time to really, like, think through things, redo things. Um, you know, there's there's pain involved, I guess, in that, you know, you you want to finish it, but you have to wait, you know, for, for different things, for timelines and for musicians to be available and for the right, the right moment, you mm-hmm. know, to appear in the studio. Um, so, so I guess, you know, in that way, I, it is a little akin. Yeah, I guess so. So not to extend this super awkward metaphor even further, <laughs> but, you know, this four-year hiatus between albums, that's really a very long gestation period. Jeffrey, what, what was going on um, in those four years? It sounds like you only worked on the album for the final year of that. Well, I'd say we actually, we work on the songs constantly. Um, and it's been pretty common that uh, we've had long breaks between our records. Um, but and, and why is that? Honestly, I think it's because it just takes us a long time. So in our first two records, we would go into the studio over those two years, three years, um, and we did a lot of writing and rewriting in the studio, uh, redoing songs over and over again. That was a little different about this record. Uh, while we worked on the songs for quite a while, once we got in the studio, it was a pretty efficient process because um, mm-hmm. we worked with a local studio here, which was different uh, than on our previous two records. Um, and we had a great team. We worked over at Native Sound. and um, People seem to really think they're great to work with. Yeah, super comfortable studio, which was important for us because our, our last studio that we worked in in Columbia was like a second home to us. Uh, we'd go down there for long weekends and stay in the studio and... Uh, so we were a little nervous about coming into a different type of a studio. The other difference here is that we worked with our friend Kevin Bachman, who produced the record. So having a producer was it kind of kept us on task. And previously, you'd just been doing it yourselves. We produced it. And then um, Will Reeves, who works out of uh, Columbia, Missouri, who we recorded with, he kind of co-produced our previous records with us, but we mm-hmm. really did it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We didn't exactly know what we were doing. That's right. So <laughs> that can slow you down. Some, it took that, some time. That's right. So what made you switch? You say you had this, this studio in Columbia that felt 
felt sort of like a second home. Um, why switch that up? I think for a couple of reasons. One, um, we wanted to try something new, wanted to take a different approach. Um, and two, it, you know, it's a big deal to drive down to Columbia for long weekends every time you want to record. And it was a lot easier. We live pretty close to, to where Native Sound is. And so heading down the street and being able to run home it, during the day was a lot different. Yeah. Um, so for a couple of reasons, yeah. Partly a question of logistics, That's it right. sounds like. Okay. Well, without further ado, we do want to play some tracks from Charlie Baby. This first one we're going to play is called Waste. Let's listen. Don't you waste all And that's the song Waste from the St. Louis duo Spectator, who's here in studio with me today. That's Megan Rooney and Jeffrey Albert. Megan, tell me about this song. What is what is Waste about? Waste. Good question. Um, so kind of as we were writing uh, the songs for this album, I was getting my degree in social work. And my focus was on working with different refugee populations. Oh, wow. And um, so I did that out in California. And then I've worked uh, a bit here in St. Louis as well. And we were thinking a lot, writing a lot about um, kind of like what what is home to people. And I was watching people over and over come and find a new home. And, you know, people who had lost everything. And so how do you start over? Um, and, and how do you kind of, how do you move on after you've lost everything? And I guess waste was kind of like you know, like you, you've lost a lot and you don't want to waste that. You don't want to waste the time you do have here. You know, you have a chance for a new start and the new start's really rough for people. And so we were just kind of talking about, talking about that. Yeah. You want to add anything? No, I think that's, I think that's right. Yeah. And you guys are both primarily vocalists. Um, how do you then flesh that out with the rest of the, just this very lovely sound that accompanies um, the vocals? <laughs> Yeah, well, so I mean, Megan sings, I'd say, most of the songs on the record um, and, and most of our records. I usually pop in for a couple of songs here and there. Um, y- you know, as we were writing the the songs and working them out, we just kind of usually pretty naturally f- figure out who ought to be singing the song. Um, a lot of times we, we develop them together and we're kind of both singing them and we just get a sense of whose voice mm-hmm. fits the song mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then who are the other instrumentalists on this? Are they, do you consider them your band or do you just kind of bring them in on an as-needed basis? Uh, we kind of have a collective. We've had different iterations of the band over time. Uh, this this record is a pretty cohesive unit. Um, Kevin Bachman, who produced, also played bass on all the tracks. Uh, Mike Shirk played drums on all the tracks. And that's that was sort of the core four of the recording process on this one um, and has been the core of the live band. We also have a guitarist that uh, plays with us, Dominic Puleo, 
um, and uh, Christian Schaefer has yeah been sitting in on keys. Um, but over time, we've had had different different people playing with us. Okay. Uh, so it's sort of an ebbing and flowing collective of mm-hmm. musicians. Now, one of the other songs we want to play today, um, this is actually one, Jeffrey, where you take the lead. Um, this is called Wait, um, and that's W-E-I-G-H-T, that's not right. Wait, Don't Go. Uh, <laughs> let's listen. And that's Wait by Spectator. Um, and Spectator uh, is Megan Rooney and Jeffrey Albert. Jeffrey, what's the backstory on this song? Yeah, so it's sort of a similar theme. Um, and a lot of the songs on the record are sort of that similar theme of like, what is home and, and where is comfort? And this is really just about that moment when you know that something is about to change, that some, some, some meaningful uh, difference is going to happen in your life and you're trying to hold on to that moment even though you know it's going to end. Uh, and it's just really in that space, like that 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 fleeting night before you know you're going to move on to a different place or different person. And this song was um, always interesting to us because it started out as a very slow folk song. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Jeff wrote it on guitar, and I heard it, and and instantly I loved it. But I thought that is like a rock song. Yeah. You know, we don't write a lot of straightforward rock songs, but I heard it very clearly in this one. So it, it really kind of had a rebirth as we That's right. It was very it. much not a rock song yeah. when it was developing. And what made you decide this is one where um, Jeffrey's going to take the lead with the vocals? Boy, I don't know. I think I was always singing this when when I was working it out. It just fit. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you talk about this being about that moment before you know everything's going to change. Is there a moment in your lives that inspired this or that you were thinking of as you worked on it? Well, we were writing this or we wrote this right after we moved. So we, we went to uh, Oakland, California for a couple of years while Meg was, while Meg was studying. And um, we had just gotten back, come back to St. Louis. We're getting settled. And I think that probably played into it, just that notion two times in two years we sort of left everything about our lives that was familiar and comfortable. Moved cross country. Yeah, exactly. And when you moved to Oakland, did you always know that you were going to come back? I think we had a, we were pretty sure, but we left open the possibility that we might stay out there. So maybe for the first six months we were out there, we, we sort of... You were open to it. We were open to it, but pretty quickly. Yeah, we missed home pretty quickly. And, you know, thinking about these themes a lot and thinking about where do we actually want to land and keep being creative and keep working and Mm -hmm. and have the support of our community. And what made you decide, yeah, St. Louis is where we want to be? I mean, was that primarily because of the music or was it all the factors of life? It was a big part of it. It was, but we knew that we had this record, you know, coming. We knew that we wanted to record, and we thought about 
all the connections we had in this region and all the people that meant so much to us musically here and that it, how much it would take to regrow that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was kind of natural. Yeah. At the same time, do you sometimes worry that being in the middle of the country, um, that it's harder to get the attention of people who can make things happen in the music industry? That even if you're in Oakland, it's not the hub of all this stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of become this very hip city. Um, Do you think it's harder to do things in St. Louis than it would be if you'd stayed out west? You know, in some ways, I think it's easier for us um, because because we have those connections and because the world of music has changed so much. Like our our success in music is really just through people finding it online or listening on Spotify, things like that. And, um, you know, we're not hitting the road and trying to, you know, develop a fan base in that way. So, right. It depends on your goals. You know, our goal was not to go on world tours. It's to write music and get it out into the world. However, we do that um, most likely, you know, digitally online for people to to listen to in their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, In addition, we are on a label that's international. So we knew that no matter where we were, we would have that kind of international connection and they would help us spread it. And I understand that has been a big part of this album, that it is getting some serious attention in Europe. Is that because of that label? How does that even begin to happen that you become a European darling? <laughs> we, we don't know. No, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. I mean, we got hooked up with the, uh, with the label when we put our last album out, The Last Exchange, um, and we put that album out, and then a year later we got hooked up with them, and they sort of tried to release it a second time over in Europe, and it, it didn't, really, didn't really gain much traction. But this time we had a pretty cohesive strategy when it came to releasing um, and we worked uh, pretty closely with them about timing and, and reaching out to various outlets. Uh, and some cool stuff came out over in Europe that we were able to sort of see happening online. How so? Uh, uh, like there was a radio station that we were on um, in the UK, I think, that does some sort of, uh, I don't know, like it, weekly. It's like a voting show. And so people would um, get online and vote for which band they liked that they played in the last hour. And I think we were like number four or yeah, something out of win, like but, 20. But, the, you, but know. you placed. Yeah, we placed. That's awesome. <laughs> and getting radio play. I mean, that's something that I'm sure in St. Louis is very hard to do. And here you are doing it overseas. Right. Yeah. Right. That's a, that's absolutely right. Yeah. That's a lot. It seems like a lot more of a radio-based um, listening audience over there. Yeah, I think so. And so you can continue to sort of build over there without having to go over there on a tour? Is, is that That's not something that's holding you back at this point? The the inability or uninterest in actually being physically there. A tour would probably help us a lot. Um, logistically, we can't do that right now. We Is that because have... of the baby? Or? Yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. That's the yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. But um, we definitely have dreams of touring over there eventually, yeah. and we do think that would help. So going back to your baby here, just in, in our last question here, I find myself wondering, so many parents struggle with the division of labor in terms of parenting. It can be so stressful. Do you find that that's easier for you since you've already had to figure that out in terms of making music? I I do. And I think about that a lot. It's just we already have, um, you know, a project that we both love. You know, it's been music since we met um, and that we've kind of always both work on individually and then bring to each other. And we kind of pick up 
things naturally. Like, you know, he'll, he'll tend to write guitar parts. I'll tend to write lyrics and vocal parts. So we kind of do have that division. And so it does flow naturally into kind of we fall into what do we naturally kind of just pick up and do. And so we have practice in that. Well, Megan Rooney of Spectator, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. And Jeffrey Elbert, thank you for being here. Thanks. Spectator's spring album is called Charlie Baby, and you can find that in all the usual places, SoundCloud and Bandcamp as well. Okay. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU.